0: Welcome everybody to another edition of the Put Me we Podcast, episode 140. Ooh, a nice round number, it's always nice to get there. I'm your host, Andrew Gomez, aka The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host. He is the 10th wonder of the world, the puncher of walls, Dicklish himself, Richard Garcia.
1: Hey, how's it going everyone? Happy
0: 140. 140, uh, we are in the midst of a two-man power trip. I'm um, holding it down for the other boys in the crew. Um, how's it going, man?
1: Not too bad. Uh, fr- Friday, uh, this past Thursday, I got my second uh, shot of the vaccine. Um, so far, so good. No problems.
0: That's good to hear. Um, I'll be... I know like the second shot for some people is pretty brutal, but I'm glad that you didn't like have any of those like adverse effects.
1: Yeah. But everyone, everyone's different, so yeah. uh, that's all I can say. I mean, if you if you are going to get uh, if you are going to get vaccinated, uh, I would recommend drinking plenty of fluid, staying stay hydrated, eat an, eat a good balanced diet, and yeah. hopefully the risk would be minimal.
0: Yeah, I drink a lot of water. Um, I popped two Tylenol just in case before, so maybe that helped. Um, but yeah, I'll be fully like my ten days will be up on Monday, so tomorrow um, I will be fully vaccinated, which feels awesome um get back to normal life um they have a yes they have a uh vaccinated section at dodger stadium so like you can go there and like not have to wear a mask which is pretty cool which is pretty cool we're getting we're getting back to normal yeah. um but yeah that's it's super exciting i'm glad that you got that done dude um a lot to talk about this week a lot going on um on screen a lot going on off screen uh, we're gonna get into all of that, but before we do any of that, you know we gotta give it up to our sponsors. You know we gotta give it up to our friends at Grudge Match Brand and Grudge Match Apparel on Instagram. If you like rock and roll, right? You like rock and roll. If you like wrestling, you like wrestling, right? You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't. Go check out Grudge Match Brand. Dick is wearing the Laparca shirt, the Misfits and Laparca mixed together. Um, they they just they put out a lot of good creative. Awesome stuff. So make sure you go check them out. And also if if you're in the market for uh, for to make a purchase. Whoa, dog. wrong button. Um, if you're in the market for um, for anything from their website, you can use our promo code put me over for 15% off your entire order. Also, if you want some put me over merchandise, we do have that for sale. Go to our website, put me for all of your put me over podcast merchandise wants needs. Use the promo code Kofi 4 that's Kofi, the number four ever for 15% off your entire order there. Get a shirt with my face on it. Get a shirt with Dick's face on it. I think you can get a shirt with just us if you want to do that. Uh, but go check it out. A lot of cool stuff there. Um, and yeah, we like I said, we have a lot to get into, a lot to talk about. Um, so let's let's get into the news, I guess. It's going to be a news-heavy show.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of stuff, guys.
0: Alright, let's do this.
1: What?
0: It's- Take it away, Dick.
1: Me. All right, guys, that's a lot, got a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's just start off with the earnings report. Uh, this past Thursday, WWE had their uh, first quarter 2021 earnings report. Um, the one thing I'll say right off the bat is hiring Nick Khan to do these calls and pretty much what he's been doing so far for WWE has been paying off in dividends. This, this, this man knows the stuff when it comes to the sports entertainment um, perspective. I when sports entertainment, I don't mean professional wrestling. I mean like how sports and the media tie in together. So, uh, he, he does a phenomenal job on these calls. Did you hear the, uh, carpet, did you hear the, uh, the, the call, Drew? I,
0: I did not. Um, is he related to Tony Khan at all?
1: Unfortunately, no, he's not. He's that to would have
0: been Khan. awesome. <laughs> yeah, like <right>? we, <laughs> we poached your brother, Tony.
1: Uh, that would have been awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah real, uh, just real quickly going over it uh, there uh, there is a higher income they, they generated more net income this year compared to last year and a lot of it's because of the of, of these contracts you know that's a recurring theme uh, they're, they're getting they're getting billions of dollars from NBC and and um, and Fox and then and then also the peacock as well as uh, the peacock network money is also coming in too.
0: and Saudi uh, Arabia
1: Well they when they go back. They, they, they actually did talk about going back to Saudi Arabia in 2021. So, uh, that, that could be a possibility, but right now, like, uh, I don't know how it is. I don't know how COVID is in Saudi Arabia, but it's just, it's getting pretty bad in other parts of the world. Uh, India and Japan, especially are, you know, Japan's back in lockdown again. We'll see how that, yeah, we'll see how that plays into, uh, the upcoming future. But, um, yeah, just uh, the way he just talks about the industry is just impressive. Uh, I, I actually do enjoy these these calls, and um, he um, basically it's, it's just kind of like every other call. Um, he says that everything's competition in the eyes of WWE. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, I, yeah, everything. Like, and that's just the kind of mentality that Vince McMahon has. Like, if he's not, in, if it's not WWE, it's competition. So that's just the mentality that they have uh what is interesting to note though was what happened after the call and uh mickey james uh it it was it was probably coincidental i don't think it was timely planned but she posted a tweet on thursday uh saying that she got a bunch of her private belongings in a trash bag sent in the mail by wwe
0: i saw that not a good look not a good look especially uh, when you think about what Mickey James has done for their like women women's division in general, but like mm-hmm. you know she got she got released, she hasn't been on TV for a long time. Um, it's my belief. I don't know. This is just me thinking out loud, but it sounds like they were like uh, she's kind of old. We need a we need we need to freshen it up. But she can still go, and she looks awesome. Like yeah. she has everything. I don't. I don't. Why you wouldn't want Mickey James on your roster is crazy to me. Um, and then just to. To see that happen, right? And then she's like, oh, well, I got all my stuff from WWE, and it's literally in a trash bag that says Mickey on it.
1: That was uh, that was really embarrassing. And immediately after she posted that tweet, Stephanie McMahon did uh, made a formal apology. Uh, same thing with Triple H and John Laurinaitis, kind of saying the same thing as well. And uh, they did appear to fire whoever was in charge of that, and... I'm not sure if it was hundred percent him that was responsible for sending it out, but Mark Carano was released shortly after.
0: Well he's so, Talent Relations, right?
1: Yeah, he was. He was one of the guys in Talent Relations. And they did hire Laurie back to do that job, so you knew that his job was pretty much in jeopardy.
0: Yeah. So, um now, I mean I Mark Carano's been around for a long time with WWE. Um if you watch Total Divas, he was kind of like the he was the wrangler he was like in charge of the the women backstage um on tv at least and yeah. um he was kind of a big deal and for them to just be like we're not taking this shit you fucked up and you're gone um I'm, I'm glad that they came out and made a public apology so fast and realized that they fucked up uh was this the first time this ever happened to anybody no
1: Unfortunately not, and uh, shortly after those tweets were, were sent out, Gail Kim and Marie Canales made similar accusations, and uh, they said the same thing happened to them over 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, that's probably just, like, um, like standard practice in, in, in their eyes. This is just how, how it goes, but, I mean, that's it's a pretty fucked up way to get your shit back after you get fired.
1: Right. At the least let disc- me go
0: and get my own stuff. <laughs> like I can't even go back and get my stuff. You're just we'll send it to you, and it's going to come in a trash bag
1: or a box, even.
0: Or I mean, it was a. Te- to be fair, it was a trash bag inside of a box. Um, but I mean, at least let me go get my stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll, I'll I can box it up. Um, and take probably better care of it than you know you telling someone. Oh, go get all, go get all the Mickey shit, and put it in this trash bag, and send it to her. That's fucked up.
1: And you know, it's, you know, what's interesting about this Hobart crowd situation is it just seems like there's, it's just, it's getting worse and worse. Cause now, um, his ex-girlfriend, uh, made accusations about him, uh, on Twitter saying that, uh, Corona was stealing WWE title belts, hiding them underneath his bed. What? Uh, yeah. To oh, initial- it's going to get real spicy. Yeah. This is a report on wrestling Inc. Uh, so uh, they, they broke out the story, um, the, the accusation being that his ex-girlfriend they, they, uh, believes that Mark Connell would steal WWE title belts, uh, to even threatening his ex's cat. Like, she almost killed, or he almost killed his uh, her, her cat.
0: You don't fuck with cats, man. Um, I'm yeah. Ooh, that makes my blood boil. That makes me yeah. mad. If you're going to, ooh, you psychotic piece of garbage. I'm gonna put you in a box now. I'm gonna put you in a box and send you to Mickey James's house. How do you like that, you piece of trash? Yeah, piece of trash.
1: <laughs> My God, dude. So yeah, it, it just seems like the like just the shit is hitting the fan when it comes to Mr. Carano. Uh, even of Nick, Nick Densmore, the former Eugene, has made accusations that he's uh, made unwanted sexual advances to talent before. Uh, Jesus. So, he, yeah, he didn't name names, but he did, uh, he did. It was on Twitter, and he he, he said, uh, "I think it might be the tip of the iceberg for creepiness." So apparently, there might be more coming out, and ooh, so we'll see.
0: Oh man, I mean, ooh. <laughs> oh man, that's I don't even want to touch that. That's, I mean. Good luck dude. <laughs> you yeah. about to get canceled and fired in the same week.
1: I'm going to say this, though, um, when it comes to the trash bag thing, I mean, that's just a band aid over a shotgun wound, basically. Like this is a culture that has been implemented for years. And we're hearing reports of, you know, hearing about what happened with Gail Kim and with Maria Canales. I'm sure there's more.
0: I think Jillian Hall came out and said something similar.
1: I'm sure, I'm I'm sure there's more dude. And it's not just one person, even if they got rid of Mark Carano, this is a culture that's been happening. That's been doing this for years. So it's been, it's been endemic. So now that it's public, and now that we're living in a time where like, hey, this things are like really hypersensitive, will things change? That remains to be seen. So we'll see if this is like a wake up call for them to kind of get their act together. Cause it's not just one person. This is a company that that's been doing this for a long time.
0: Yeah. They've, they've made a fortune on the mistreatment of people. Basically when you think about, you know, all the stuff that wrestlers go through. Um, and then just to see that, Oh, when we're done with you, by the way, we put all your shit in a trash bag and send it to you. That, that, that is not how you should do business in 2021. I agree. That's not how you do business in 1990. Um, well, maybe 1990. I don't know. In the it 2000s, was
1: diff- <laughs> it was a different era back then. Yeah, and um, you know, and I just feel bad for Mickey James because she's she's done a lot for the company. Oh yeah, and the feeling hasn't quite been mutual. I mean, if you look at the storylines with her, I mean, they went. Uh, remember the Piggy James storyline? That was bad, dude. That was. I'm just like, why? Because anyone with half a brain will tell you right off the bat, like, I don't see anything wrong with her at all. Like, and it's stuff like that 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 gives the company a bad image. Like, it, it gives them a bad name. Yeah, I want to tell a story, but then you're also reinforcing the fact that you have to look a certain way; otherwise, you'd be considered ugly.
0: I I, I hated that. Like, when once it started, because I love I, I I love Mickey James. I think she's awesome. Yeah. Um Huge crush. Uh, but like. To see that, like, they, the way that, like, yeah, they, they've kind of given her the short end of the stick. Her whole career.
1: It's, it's, I don't know why either. I I can never understand why. And then she comes back and uh, she had a brief, brief run, but.
0: She's awesome in TNA. She, like, had a resurgence in TNA. Put out a couple country albums.
1: Yeah. Um, She's, she's she's very talented.
0: Yes. Yes. And then she comes back to WWE, has a couple like big matches, and then, all right, well, we gotta, we have, uh, we have other people to push. So, you know, we don't even need you on on WrestleMania. You could just do the pre show and talk to the king or something backstage. Yeah. Or do like watch along. You could do watch along.
1: You could do it, it, yeah, just. But we don't want you to wrestle because we think you might be too old.
0: And but. I feel like that's 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 what happened.
1: But it's funny because
0: she's not that old. No. How old is Mickey? I Jesus? mean
1: she I think she's like 41 or so. Like she's which is not old. In uh, wrestling? Camino's-
0: wrestling years? No, not at all. I mean, no. you have the Undertaker wrestling at 56. Um I think it's more of a thing where they view older women as like you know what I mean like if you're a woman and you're 40 it's a lot. You're like sixty in their eyes, which is total horseshit.
1: Yes, and
0: unless you're May young and we bring you in for comedy, um, <laughs> being being uh, being over thirty is is not good in WWE's eyes, apparently.
1: And I think this might have something to do with uh, a tweet a tweet she uh, sent out about a month ago. And I'm gonna. I, I happen to find it, but let me let me read it real quick. Okay, so here we go. So uh, Mickey James responded in regards to Taya Valkyrie. Uh, Taya Valkyrie mentioned that, why do people talk about age like it's a negative? Just think you woke up today. You are blessed to see another morning. Never forget that. Age brings wisdom, experience, confidence. It's a blessing. In which Mickey James responded, I agree 1,000%, but in this industry, once you hit 35, it's perceived you should start wrapping it up and retire as a woman even though you're just hitting your stride at 40, retire already, even though the men are champs well into their fifties and glorified for it. sad, but true.
0: I said the same thing. I yeah. 1000% agree with her. Agree. Um, it's, I mean, if you can still wrestle and still like perform at a high level, why would you, why would they like not want you around? I think it's total bullshit.
1: It is. And it's kind of hypocritical as well, because Uh, Tamina is still on the roster and she's About 42 I think she's in her early 40s so It's kind of like well they keep Tamina around but not Mickey James I couldn't find Anything for her that that's I thought that was really Something
0: yeah I Mean maybe the snooker names has A little bit like the lineage has Something to do with it but I mean Tamina is Tamina is someone that I could say probably Shouldn't wrestle because she's not Very good Um, But that's just me
1: yeah, it's just it, it, it is what it is, unfortunately. But yeah, this is going to be really interesting to see what's going to happen, especially with uh with Mark Carano, and to see if there's any more names that are going to be coming out. Which I'm sure there is. There's, I feel like this is just the beginning of 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 the iceberg it's being exposed.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, what else we got, dude?
1: <laughs> Since we're already talking about women's looks, oh uh, man, I'm scared. So, Charlotte. Um, let me give you some context. It was reported by Alex McCarthy of Talk Sport that her storyline suspension was as a result to get dental work done. Uh, on Thursday's Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave her, Meltzer, teeth.
0: her teeth look perfect.
1: Yeah. On uh, Thursday, uh, Dave Meltzer was asked by Brian Alvarez regarding Charlotte. And he said this is more or less the same thing. And this is what he said. Uh, what's up with Charlotte? And Meltzer just responded, she's having a complete makeover. That's just what happened. It's one of those things that make you feel real self-conscious about your looks when you're a woman in wrestling. It's just one of the negatives of it, but it's the reality of it. In which someone sent that clip to Charlotte, and Uh-oh. she roasted Meltzer, saying, you have my number, yet you don't know anything about this business, blah, blah, blah. And in which... Meltzer didn't apologize, but then and Andrade jumped in on it. And, you know, Andrade – I think he sent, sent us a photo of him on Twitter kind of praising Charlotte, like this is all her, all natural. And he also said the same thing as well. Meltzer responded, you didn't hear the context of my interview. You didn't hear what I said. And it seems like it's just going back and forth. And the reason why I bring this up is because we just happened to talk about Mickey James and also – it reminds me of the comments he made about Peyton Rice a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah. I remember that.
1: And I've, I, I listened to it again. Cause I wanted to, cause and I, I know, I know, I know how Melzer talks, like I know how he talks I know, I, and how he says things. It was never meant to be offensive. It was just, he was critiquing the industry. It is a cosmetic industry.
0: Yes. You I mean, just like Hollywood, anyway. you know,
1: you have to look a certain way. And we've seen it with... And it's not just with Charlotte. I mean, Peyton Royce the same thing. She, When she first started in WWE, she looks a lot different now than what she did five years ago.
0: Yeah, go back and watch her at uh, Ric Flair's retirement match at WrestleMania when she's sitting there in the front row. She looks way different than what she looks like now.
1: Mm-hmm. So, it kind of reminds me of that. And... It's just one of those things where, like, I mean, I'll I'll say this: I think number one, Meltzer shouldn't have said "complete makeover," even though it kind of it kind of was a makeover. But had he chose a different word, I don't think it would have been as bad.
0: Yeah, because I mean, makeover sounds like it has like a negative connotation to it, where like you you hear makeover and you think, oh, they they there there was something wrong with them, so they need a complete right. makeover. Um, maybe choose different verbiage.
1: Yeah, and, and and I think that's probably what it was um, more than anything else. But the rest of the stuff he says is, is true. I mean, it, wrestling is a cosmetic industry. I mean, we just talked about it right now. Mickey James was released because she was perceived to be old. Mm-hmm. Even though there is absolutely nothing wrong with her.
0: It's just, unfortunately, that's just the way that it is, I mean, in, in WWE at least. Um, I don't know.
1: You have to look a certain way. Um, you have to, I mean, it, it wasn't as bad as it was in the 80s when it comes to at least for the men.
0: Where you needed to be roided up.
1: Right. Um, at least for the women, it's not as I, I, it's not as bad as it was in the 90s or in the 2000s. That's when the diva era was. When you
0: have to have big what, fake boobs.
1: You you have to look a certain way. You, you have, have to be to look like a Playboy model. Yeah,
0: yeah. exactly.
1: But uh, it's still there, like, and it's still a problem that kind of needs to be like. It's. I'll say this though: if you want to do it, you can do whatever the hell you want to your body. If that makes you happy at the end of the day, so be it. Yeah, it's your decision. But if you're put in a situation where it's like, well, you're you're coercing them to do something. Like, well, you know, what will help you get this push is to you, you know, kind of look a little like. That's the, that's the, that's, the, that's the issue that we, I think that everyone has.
0: And going back to Corano, I guarantee you he's had that conversation with women in the past.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. Yeah. So that's why I'm really interested to see what's going to happen in, in the upcoming weeks to see if we're going to get more people talking about this. I feel like this is not just the beginning, but.
0: Well, especially when you want to push like a, a women's revolution, and still kind of hold them to a, a standard of like looks and beauty, um, just let them go out there and wrestle, you know.
1: Yes, and if you notice, it seems like it's a WWE thing.
0: It's not a W thing.
1: I haven't. We haven't seen that with AEW. At least it doesn't look like that's the case. But in WWE, it they it's it's a WWE thing. Um, you know we'll see what happens uh but yeah it's, it's 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 always been a cosmetic industry the first thing they do is your look what do you look like how can you improve your looks it's getting I mean, real interesting
0: yeah it's a it's a wwe thing but it's an it's an industry it's an entertainment industry thing yes. you know at the end of the day that's that's just how it is uh um, I, I agree yeah what else we got, Dick? Oh, I, I, I'm getting self conscious now because I'm like, damn, I look like shit, I, dude.
1: And and you know what? It's it's not just it's not just women as well. I mean, although it happens with a lot of women, men get that too. I mean, you know? yeah. And I feel like that's a great talk that you know that I, I would like to hear other fans think of what they think of this whole situation because I feel like this affects everyone it's not just exclusive to one gender
0: yeah we talk about guys muscles all the time oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he looks bad in underwear he needs to go back yeah. to wearing tights like we've said these things before
1: of course um, are you ready for more wrestling on TV
0: god damn it no
1: <laughs> so oh man so MOW uh, it oh, appears god. that they are finalizing a deal with vice TV where they're gonna be showing uh m l w every week on on vice that's uh, and, it, and that might be starting as early as may
0: here's the thing there's already it's all the nights are taken all the nights are taken mm-hmm. is and that's from like a major promotion standpoint you can't come at me with a, a promotion that're you know, I'm sure a lot, a lot of guys have gone through like an, an MJF has been, came from MLW, but right. that's a whole other like thing I'm gonna have to learn and be, like I can't. I, I'm sorry, I, I can't.
1: <laughs> it's 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 a lot of wrestling. So um, it the, it will likely be Thursday. So it, it, there's no way it can compete on Wednesday or Tuesday or Monday or Friday. So it'll be Thursday, and the plan is to. Be the lead into uh, Dark Side of the Ring because Dark Side of the Ring is coming back in May, I believe. Okay, so that's the plan. So that's like another two to three hours of additional <sighs> wrestling. That <laughs> on top of that, that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff to go through. So let's let's review Monday's Raw.
0: Three Tuesday's,
1: hours, three hours of Raw. <laughs> mind you, that God, I I I. I I feel bad for those that have to watch it every week and
0: I'm getting towards my wits wit, and, and we'll talk about that in a bit
1: Yes So three hours of Raw on Monday Then you got NXT on Tuesdays AEW on Wednesdays Thursdays I believe Or Tuesdays is actually Impact as well On top of that Thursdays is the proposed MLW show Friday Smackdown And then Saturday and Sunday Is basically Your, 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 your days off to rest
0: Unless there's a pay-per-view.
1: Unless there's a pay-per-view.
0: Which AEW runs on Saturdays, and <laughs> sometimes NXT or WWE will run on a Sunday, and, and yes. AEW will be on a Saturday. And then this comes off the back of literally an entire week of WWE straight programming every single night. When you when you factor in the Hall of Fame, the WrestleMania, the two-night takeover, like, there's going to be an oversaturation, and people are going to just stop watching, right? I feel like that's the bubble's going to burst.
1: It's it, it's basically content at this point. Uh, and that's WWE's plan now, is to just pump out as much content. Um, we've seen that with really really starting with a network, where they're just trying to get as much content as possible. And then now you have these TV deals kicking in where they want more content. Let's just keep showing more and more content.
0: We didn't even talk about NXT UK. We didn't talk about Evolve that they have on the network now. Um, there's... This is too much. Unless you're a Lucha Underground and you're bringing something completely different to the table, I'm not going to watch. That, I mean, that's it's, just me.
1: It's just There's a lot of talent in MLW, but it's just... And, and now you're to the point of like, okay, we're picking and choosing again. And it may work, it may not work. We'll see what happens.
0: Uh, well, but, I think that yeah. they're going to be rated at kind of a low bar, considering that Vice isn't like, you know, it's, it's basically... What, what was TNA on for a while travel America or something like it's not yes, like a destination major America. destination America, like it's not like a major network. They're probably not expecting, you know, hundreds of thousands. I think they'd be lucky if they get, you know, a hundred thousand people watching.
1: I would think so too, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens as far as the numbers go with, uh, with MLW. Uh, there's a lot of talent in there, uh, that, that deserves to be exposed that needs exposure hopefully this might be the beginning of, of something good for them but you were reaching that point where it's like okay like I mean we have to go through three hours of raw a week and I'm we're already tapping out so that's just more stuff to add
0: yeah mm. Mm, mm, mm. all right well what else we got dick um, I'm actually seeing breaking news uh, Ronda Rousey we haven't seen or heard from her in a while um, and that might be because she's pregnant now. So, yep. congratulations to her. And um, what's her husband's name? Um, not Jim Brown. Um,
1: <laughs> it's, um, fuck, I can't even think of his name. Travis his name Brown. Right Travis Brown, there you
0: go. Yeah. Uh, so, congratulations to them. She's about four months, she said. So, we're not going to see her for a while. Uh, but congratulations, Rhonda Rousey, on that. Um it's- then, it's funny
1: because uh, Nick Khan didn't mention that we were about ready to see Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch return sometime this year. Oh, he said that. Yeah, it wasn't at this. Pre- it wasn't a conference call, but they did mention that a while back. So uh, that was obviously before the news that that leaked in which she was pregnant. So uh, yeah, I don't think she's coming back. Definitely not for 2021. Maybe 2022. We'll see.
0: Maybe. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Kids can kind of. You know, take you out. Maybe you have a kid and you're just like, you know what? I don't want to be on the road. I don't want to do that. I'm just going to stay home with my kid, which would be totally fine. Um, I wouldn't hold her to coming back at all. She doesn't want to. She doesn't have to. Be a mom. That's awesome.
1: Exactly. So uh, that's really interesting. So we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, Becky just had her baby a few months ago. Uh, I. Whatever whatever they do with her, I'm sure Like they're just waiting for her to come back 100% and you know, have her come back into something meaningful.
0: Yeah, I mean, at this point, when do you bring her back? It should have been WrestleMania, I think, but or the night after WrestleMania. You bring her back for SummerSlam? Do you just hold off to the Rumble? I would say just hold off to the Rumble at this point.
1: I mean, whenever she's ready to come back, I'd say well, as soon as she's ready, then have something for her. I, mean, I think the Rumble would be a great... It would be a great surprise, mm-hmm. so I would be all all favor for that. Um, I could see them holding back until they get like an actual, like the actual fans back in on a more consistent basis. So that might be why they're holding her, the why they're holding her out until they yeah. get actual fans in the arena.
0: Yeah, Becky in the Thunderdome doesn't. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see that. I want to see that no. reaction. I want to see that edge reaction. You know, um, when you've been gone for a long time and you come back and people weren't expecting it.
1: I know I wasn't Absolutely. expecting
0: it when you came back at the Rumble.
1: No. That was a, that was a welcoming surprise.
0: All right. Um, what else we got, Dick? Any other news?
1: So, th- this Sunday, I don't know if you're aware, today, as we're a, as a, as a recording on a Sunday, Impact's having their pay-per-view. They're a long, hyped-up title versus title, all belts on the line, in which Dynamite – Rarely mentioned it. AEW rarely mentioned it until this week. So if you're just watching dynamite, you wouldn't have known this until this Wednesday.
0: So it's a TNA versus imp, uh, AEW main event. And it wasn't hyped at all in AEW. Yeah,
1: not, not until this week, until this Wednesday's episode.
0: I, and I think I even missed that.
1: Yeah, you, you had, you had to pay attention to it. Otherwise you would have missed it. Um, so this Sunday, so it's it's going to be uh, Kenny Omega, the AEW champ, versus Rich Swan, uh, the Impact champion, and the belief is that one person's going to walk out with all the gold.
0: They have to. If they don't, people are going to shit on it so hard.
1: And rightfully nope. so.
0: Not only that, but you're bringing in Mauro Ronaldo to do the uh, commentary for this. Yeah. There has to be a huge moment for this, and I think Kenny Omega is going to be. The Impact champ and the AW champ and the uh, what is it the uh, the mega heavyweight champ?
1: He's currently the AAA uh, heavyweight champion and the AW champion. Rich Swan is the Impact champion, but yet he also is walking around with the TNA go uh, the old TNA World heavyweight championship as well. So, uh,
0: dude, like you could have had Rich Swan on uh dynamite this week i mean i liked what the elite did this week on AEW, but Mm -hmm. you could have really sold this pay-per-view and probably helped tna that a lot that needs this kind of exposure
1: yeah i agree
0: damn okay well you got anything else dick
1: uh basically that's it for us that's really it. we just talked about a lot of stuff right now uh i said this last week we were talking with byron um a Omega win. There's no other outcome. If there's any other outcome, it's a disappointment. They should not do. They can do a no finish or no contest, but you're gonna leave a, a lot of people are gonna be unhappy.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, even if Rich Swan wins, which I don't see happening either, um, at least there's a, a winner. You know, if you if you if you do a fuck finish, people are gonna be very upset.
1: I, I agree.
0: Um. Speaking of people being very upset, I watched Raw this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! What a
0: segue, right? Yes. Um, I mean, they just do rematches every every week now. I feel like Viking Raiders beat uh, Shelton Benjamin and um,
1: Cedric Alexander. Cedric
0: Alexander again. I I don't I don't I don't know. They gave him some offense, but it wasn't great. Um, and then. I don't even know
1: you've it kind of feel bad for those two because they were in a prime spot being part of the herd business. And then just to see them thrown out and basically being jobbers at this point.
0: I mean, yeah, they, they, they didn't even have entrance music. Like it's, it's bad. It's really yeah. bad. Um, And then kind of just a blur. Um, You had T bar and mace uh, take on Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman for some reason, and then they got their masks taken off. So that was that was a big moment on on Raw. Um, I don't know. I don't know.
1: It's it, it's these shows are getting harder and harder. I mean, Raw's just getting harder and harder to watch. I, you know, having Anon Vark, I feel bad for him because he's being put in a situation where he's just he's being set up to fail.
0: Yeah, um, and then I just the last thing I want to talk about is what they're doing with the Miz and Damien Priest and how bad it is. It's so bad. I love the fact that they are trying to be like Miz was so embarrassed because you uh, you ripped his pants off and he was in his underwear and he, Miz Maurice had to hide him. Bro, he fights in his underwear every single week. Yes. Why is the, why what like why is that like embarrassing? Actually, you were probably had more clothing on in underwear than you had um, in, in your little uh, in in your in your little briefs. You know, um, I don't know. Damien Priest should not have to deal with the Miz. I feel like at this point, I think that few should have died at WrestleMania and put Damien Priest in a better spot than against the Miz. Um, I agree. It, it was just bad, and that's all I want to talk about from Raw. I. I well, what, I, I, Charlotte and Oscar I, had a match, like you know they always do. I don't. Know, I'm over it.
1: You know, WrestleMania traditionally has been where the feuds end, and we see new feuds emerge. And now that they have a WrestleMania backlash, and it just seems like it's just a consistent pattern when it comes to um, when it comes to post WrestleMania plans. Let's just continue this feud. So and so, I mean. This is We're going to get Drew. Yeah,
0: this is supposed to be the blow off.
1: Yeah. I mean for fuck's sake, we're getting Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley at wrestlemania backlash. We're
0: Are they going to That was one thing I, I wanted to talk about. Are they going to rename all their pay-per-views WrestleMania Survivor Series, WrestleMania Royal Rumble? Overkill. WrestleMania Great Balls of Fire?
1: That oh my god, it's overkill. WrestleMania Bragging Rights?
0: WrestleMania Bragging Rights. What? I mean, if it sounds like they want to brand WrestleMania as I mean, this is just a, the name of one pay-per-view, but that'd be crazy if they were like, you know what? WrestleMania is a big thing. Let's brand that. Let's brand all of our pay-per-views WrestleMania.
1: But by doing that, don't you think it cheapens the WrestleMania name?
0: 1,000%. And that's why I'm already mad that they, they named this WrestleMania Backlash. What was wrong with just Backlash? It's been Backlash since for like 20 years now. Exactly. Just and- fixing things that aren't broken, huh?
1: just, I I don't understand it. Uh, But yeah, like that's just another problem that that's that I have with WWE is like WrestleMania should be the be all end all and you start all over again. But now uh, that's not the case because it appears that it's October because you have the, you have the draft in October. I mean, that's what, that's what it was the past couple of years. Yeah. And that's also the same time if you think about it, that's when the fall tv ratings that's really really gets heavy the fall ratings that's that's where it starts around that time frame too so now they're at the mercy of usa we're really more so at the mercy of fox you know like we got to make sure this is happening around this time frame
0: yeah and, we got football season to push
1: yeah so i don't know um it's it seems it's, it's just a problem they've had for years and now they're just making it worse by having WrestleMania named every pay-per-view. And hopefully this is just a one-time <laughs> I, thing. I hope it's just
0: a one-time thing. I we'll see. Imagine New Japan um, having Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom Dominion, like it's just no. I'm sorry. No, that just it doesn't work. And it's not like I I don't like change I I'm, I'm all for change uh, in some instances but WrestleMania is an institution you shouldn't bastardize it by naming your pay per views after you know the pay per view the, the the event of the the granddaddy of the mall you know even though agree. they and that that goes back to the ageism thing they they don't call it the granddaddy of the mall because Vince thought it made it sound old
1: they don't even they don't even have the numbers they don't anymore. have numbers anymore God. Just, just. What was the last time WrestleMania was had numbers was it 31?
0: 30. It was 30. 31 was WrestleMania play sign.
1: That's right. Yes. Yeah. And that
0: I mean that that's another thing Vince didn't want WrestleMania to have numbers anymore because he didn't want it to sound old. But guess what, even on TV you still call it WrestleMania 37.
1: Dude, the Super Bowl was like what in 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 the fifties or sixties?
0: Yeah, and it makes it sound fucking badass. Was like, damn, dude, they've been doing this for sixty years already.
1: It's it's this is a big deal.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe one day they'll go back to the numbers. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll see. Let's talk about NXT. Um, I have some thoughts on it. One of them, um, I don't like whatever they're doing with Kyle O'Reilly. Yes. Cool Kyle is not someone that I want to watch. There is no one that has ever sounded cool. Like, you're already at a disadvantage by being named Kyle. I'm sorry, people named Kyle. I'm sure your parents thought well, but in today's age, Kyle's Kyle's like a Chad, you know? <laughs> That's like a, yeah. like a douchebag connotation to it. Um, no offense to people named Chad out there, uh, but same thing with Karen's out there. But anyways, um, so now he's trying to be this cool Kyle, and... He comes out with, uh, like, a denim jacket and sunglasses and a fedora hat. And, if bro, if you're going to wear a fedora hat, you're already a heel in my eyes. So what, what are they doing with Kyle O'Reilly? A
1: fedora hat in 2021.
0: That's so played out. <laughs> what, he's going to start a ska band? Is that his thing?
1: Oh, God. The, the Kyle and the O'Reillys? The Kyle and the O'Reillys. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of the cool Kyle gimmick. uh I mean, I'm glad he's getting a singles push. Um, you know, he's well deserved after all these years.
0: I love Kyle O'Reilly.
1: I love Kyle O'Reilly as well. Um, we've seen him wrestle. You know, we've seen him wrestle PWG and and on the Indies. And like I said, it's great that he's getting you know the singles push. But I don't know, man. This this character just screams. It just screams douchebaggery.
0: You don't need. Everybody doesn't need a character. His, if if anything, his character was a guy that is a submission specialist. That's it. That's all you got to sell me on.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, just have him be out there being a badass. Um, if you want to have him go up against Carrie Cross, right? which I don't know if that's going to be the next next plan, but just have him go out there and fight and fight until he can't go anymore.
0: That's that's the, all you need to do. That's the character. You don't need to make him cool. Kyle, because automatically that makes him uncool. Kyle, in my eyes.
1: Yes. <sighs> yeah, I, I agree. I agree one hundred. I, I agree one hundred percent.
0: Um, and then another thing that I took away from NXT was Dexter Loomis is an idiot.
1: Tell baby face syndrome.
0: Um, you have Indy Hartwell like distracting him in the match, and then LA Knight beats him. Um, it's I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with LA Knight. I I feel like they're already setting him up to fail.
1: I, I don't really care for Dexter Lumis and Indy Hartwell with, with the storyline either. So
0: not at all. Not yeah, not when she like clearly looks and winks to the camera and then like that, you didn't see that Dexter. She just she just like woke up and like was fine. You didn't see that. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like p- people getting distracted. I mean, it's already bad enough that there's like distraction ups or someone's music hits and it distracts them enough to lose a match, um, but to get distracted by someone sitting in the audience is like a whole nother level of stupid to me.
1: Yeah. It's uh that DBS dude.
0: Um, grizzled young vets and Brizongo had a good match, but honestly I'm over Brizongo.
1: Yeah. I, I don't like their,
0: uh, I don't like their, their stick anymore. It's kind of played out for me now.
1: It, it, it is. Uh, they've been doing it for, for how long? Like at least for several years now and this week because
0: they're fighting grizzled young veterans they dressed up as um royal knight or what is it the royal guard like just just be wrestlers guys come on this is why i watch nxt so i don't have to watch this sports entertainment stuff um but nxt is starting to give me more sports entertainment and i don't don't like it
1: i'm not a big fan of it um but this was a problem that that they were going to have when they were going on 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 the air, and I, I want to mention something real quick uh, because in, in the in the earnings report, uh, Nick Collin also made a statement saying, and again, this is a company statement as well that they moved to Tuesdays because of of, of the NHL, and I think that part of it was true, but it was also kind of alarming that well. There is no competition between. Oh, actually, I mean, it wasn't the comps. It was Triple H that said that. He said that uh, this imaginary war never existed between AEW and NXT. No,
0: nope, don't say that.
1: Which, which you knew that was bullshit. Bullshit. How can you say that? How can you? How can you tweet that out? How can you write that out and keep a straight smile? Like you knew that was that. that as soon as you you hit the send button, that yeah, you were full of shit.
0: Like. The entire existence of the Wednesday Night Wars, you were constantly trying to counter-program each other.
1: You were, constantly, you were count, constantly counter-programming. You went on two weeks before AEW debuted, just so that way you can cut their audience. Which and, didn't happen. And it did not did not happen, no. And and hell, I mean, oh, well, NXT was all Wednesdays before. Yeah, they were. But... U.S. But they decided to USA. They decided to air on Wednesdays instead of you know going on Tuesdays. I don't know if that was a USA decision or a WWE decision to air the same night as uh, as as AEW. But they you know, and help themselves.
0: You know, in WWE, they were thinking like, "Damn, dude, if this is if this NXT show is only on the network, we're gonna get crushed by AEW. People aren't gonna tune into the network They're gonna, if they can watch AEW on you know national cable television, right." Um, so I'm I'm I guarantee that that was a stri- strategic move, um, and yeah you you can't you can't tell me that there's no war when you went and like immediately started firing shots, calling them a pissant company, and saying Vince McMahon's gonna buy them just so he can fire Billy Gunn again, um, stuff like that you don't say when you don't when you're not when you don't feel threatened. If anything, you shouldn't acknowledge it at all. If if they're not if they're really not competition, you would not acknowledge them at all.
1: Yeah, and it was really. I thought that was really interesting. That going back to that Jericho that Jericho interview on uh, on Steve Austin's podcast after WrestleMania, that they mentioned AEW quite a bit. Um,
0: the first half hour was just putting over AEW and yeah. saying names like Kenny Omega on WWE TV. It's crazy. that,
1: that that's so it's, it's it's just interesting how that how that played out. But yeah, when Triple H, when Triple H said that, I was just like, "Bro, the way you guys been doing your programming for the past year and a half was to counter AEW, and it didn't work out because AEW's t- contract with TNT's been extended up to 2025, so they're going to be on the air for a while."
0: Yeah, get get used to it, guys. Um, let's talk about AEW, dude. Um, We're already on the subject. They they just have good good shows every week. I mean, they're not all great. Um. this but this week in particular in particular I thought was a great great show um I mean the uh the interview with mjf and Jim Ross and the the pineapple as Jericho calls them yeah. um I thought mjf cut a awesome promo uh we just watched it uh, before the show just to kind of relive it and I got chills again watching it uh what do you think of dynamite this week dick
1: uh solid show this week uh this was probably the best Dynamite show in a while. Um, the, the thing with Dynamite is that even their worst shows are still miles away. They're still miles better than uh, the Monday Night Raw. Uh, I know that's not saying a whole lot, but um, this was very good from top to bottom. Uh, the great wrestling on the show, uh, the MJF promo just, I mean, it was, it was probably, it, I would say this, I think it might be promo of the year. I know, we're four months into twenty twenty one, but it's gonna be hard pressed to find a better promo than that.
0: It was it was really good. Um I don't know about promo of the year, but definitely promo of the year until now. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's only April. Um so we we have time. Um and then after that they followed it up with I th- might have been my match of the week is Hokaru Shida versus Tay Conti. They went out there, yes. they gave them time, and these two girls tore it up. Um and normally when you say the name Ty Conti, you don't put her in the same bracket as Sheeta, but she went out there and proved that she can hang with the best. Uh, I love this match.
1: She gets better every single time.
0: Going from what she was doing on NXT to what she's doing now, it's yes. insane The what a change of scenery can do.
1: Yeah, she's she's uh, she's thriving in AEW. Uh, WWE's loss is their gain, and she She's taking full advantage
0: of it. Yeah, they, they had her coming out like, oh, you do judo? All right, come out in a gi. Wear your black belt. Like, come on, guys. You can be more creative than that. Now she's just yeah, coming I out did. and like no gimmick. She's just there to fucking wrestle and do good. Mm-hmm. Um, I did love the fact that after the match, um, after Shida, Shida won, uh, Britt Baker comes out and just points to the rankings like they reminded us that the rankings exist, exist right. and Britt, and it just t- it changed to the graphic change to Britt Baker being ranked number one so I love that touch I love that the rankings matter um, maybe not in every feud but in this one I love that this is helping drive it,
1: it that's something they've ignored for a while is the ranking system and uh, that is an issue that a lot of people have with it it's not perfect how they're doing it. There's a lot of criticism, and rightfully so, that it needs to be addressed. But in this scenario, it played out perfectly. It also played out into Britt Baker's character, and you're starting to see the women in AEW and, and, like they're starting to. I don't want to say they're catching up to NXT, but they're they're getting better and better as as time goes on. If they get maybe one or one or two more women of that caliber of, of like really good quality workers, they can compete with NXT. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah, you you make a couple good signings, especially like the women's division, like they're going to be there.
1: They they're they're getting there little by little. So I'm, I'm actually really impressed.
0: Um and then the main event which was runner up for my match of the week was Darby Allen and Jungle Boy for the TNT title. Um there was AEW is doing a thing where there's, one, there's too many factions. We've been saying that. But there's a lot of outside interference now that I don't like. Um, it, it might not, like, result in the match ending. But there's. I feel like in every match there's someone doing something to influence the match.
1: I thought what, what, what they did with Sting and uh, Luchasaurus was unnecessary.
0: Unnecessary, right?
1: Yeah, it was unnecessary. They, they they didn't need to be out there. But um, I'm glad they went in the back and they left they left the two by themselves. And uh, man, the future looks bright for AEW. Uh, Jungle Boy, he's he's a baby he's a superstar babyface. It just yeah, he's he's getting there. He's he, he's so young too. And Darby is hitting his stride. Uh, he's. One of the breakout stars. I mean, we, we said this for a long time. Uh, he, he just, he just looks like a star.
0: Yeah, I, I love Darby Allen. Um, he, dare I say, he might be my favorite AEW wrestler right now. Um, just because he has this charisma to him, he has this mystique mm-hmm. to him. He, they, and it's not just because he paints his face, um, but he just seems like a cool dude. I don't know. He, you don't have to call him cool, Darby, for me to know that he's cool. You know what I mean?
1: Right. He has a unique, he has a unique gimmick that's working and that appeals to the fans. And I remember Jr. made, he made this comparison to uh, the Darby. All, he compared Darby Allen to Jeff Hardy. And I could see a lot of that because yeah. the, the way, I mean, the, the way that Darby Allen just does not care about his body, uh, the way he appeals to really the younger, the, to the younger generation. That was a lot of the early two thousands, Jeff Hardy.
0: Yep just didn't give a fuck yeah i'll jump on that i don't care
1: doesn't care at all dude
0: um but yeah that was that was aw i mean also uh christian had a match against will hobbs which i thought was decent i really like will hobbs also i think uh i think he has a bright future ahead of him too absolutely um but yeah they just gotta i don't know i feel like just aw just got if you're not in a faction, it's like it's like you went to prison. And you have to join a faction, you know. Like yeah. you have to join a gang, uh, yeah. and if you don't, you're gonna get fucked up. Um, I feel like that's what happens when you go to AEW. You have to be in a faction. Chris Statlander is now in the best friends. Like everyone needs to be in a faction.
1: I mean, I, I it's it is excessive. I think it's getting it's getting a little ridiculous. We don't need any more factions in AEW. Um,
0: QT Marshall has a faction. Come on now.
1: Okay, that I'm, I'm not a big fan of. I, 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 I'm I not a big fan of QT Marshall. I'm sorry.
0: Bro, I love seeing Billy Gunn wrestle and knowing that he can still go. Um, QT Marshall just doesn't do anything for me. No. And I don't know what it is. Um, I just feel like he might be a great wrestler, uh, but the charisma is not there. The it factor is not there for me. Um, I, I don't know.
1: He's a great trainer, and I think that really he should just stick to training.
0: Yeah, and and that's not it's not because he's balding. I'll say that. Um, No, it's it's just he does. There's no, I I mean, down to his gear, it's just all generic, you know.
1: I mean, he came out wearing a fucking like a bowling shirt. Was it this (laughs) week or was it last week? It looked like he was wearing a bowling shirt. Come on, dude. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I get that they want to do a, a feud with. The uh, Cody Rhodes family, but Cody Rhodes. When's How long has it been since we've seen Cody? I feel like it's uh, been a month at least.
1: At, at least since. I mean, the last thing I could think of is, is the, the the mixed tag match between uh, Cody and Red Velvet and Shaq and Jade Gar- uh, Cargill.
0: That was the last time we saw him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I can't think of anything since.
0: I don't know. Um, SmackDown. SmackDown was okay this week, and it didn't blow me away. Um, but they definitely left me with a cliffhanger that makes me want to watch next week, and that's what you—that's your goal for if you're a wrestling company. That's your goal. You want to end the show on a on a cliffhanger. Maybe not every week, but you definitely want me to be interested in what's going to happen next week. I, I can tell you right now, I don't give a fuck about what's happening on Raw. I don't care. I only watch it because I have to.
1: Right, I agree.
0: Um, but basically, um, Cesaro and Dana Bryan. well, basically Dan O'Brien, um, Cesaro basically wants a challenge for the universal title. Roman's like, you're not on my level. Um, but you know who is, and then he looks at Dan O'Brien and he's like, I'm going to give you the title shot of it, But if you lose, I don't want to see your face ever again. So basically loser leaves town, uh, or Brian, Brian leaves town. If he loses, what's going to happen here? I don't know. Could he be the universal champion? Could he be the one that beats Roman on a random smackdown? Or are we going to get Brian going to Raw? Could I was talking to Brent yesterday, my friend Brent. Mm-hmm. Could we see Dan O'Brien go to NXT? I feel so, like he would be rejuvenated. I feel like here's the thing, my thing with Dan O'Brien right now is that he kind of came out of nowhere, challenging mm-hmm. for the title. He wasn't doing much before WrestleMania to be in the spot that he's in. Yes, we all love Dan O'Brien. Yes, I, I want him. I want the best for him, but I also want him. The The underdog babyface story doesn't work if he hasn't really had a fight from underneath to get to where he's at. Um, Brian, I agree. So I think it would be a breath of fresh air to see him go down and wrestle some of the young guys, some of the people that are up and coming. Um, some of the people that might need that Daniel Bryan rub. um, You know, you see Kyle O'Reilly versus Daniel Bryan, and holy shit, I need to see that.
1: I'm just salivating thinking about that. What do you think? Uh, Here's the thing, is that his contract's going to be up soon with WWE. Oh. So this, I think that's the reason why they're doing this match, is because Daniel Bryan hasn't committed to re-signing with the company, so there's a possibility that he may not resign. He may take some time off. Okay. Um, That, so so there's, there's a lot to factor into. Um, but yeah, going back to, to Dan O'Brien, with with this past run, I mean, it did come completely out of nowhere because before he was, wasn't really part of anyone's plans. I mean, yeah, they did something with him and drew Gulak, you know, over the, over the fall. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And that didn't quite work out. Um, They didn't really do a lot with him ever since he lost the WWE title uh, two years ago. Now that I think about it,
0: he he hasn't. He hasn't done anything. But that vegan run was awesome. Capped off with an awesome looking belt. Like it was perfect.
1: It was. It was a great run, you know. And that just goes to show you that heel Daniel Bryan can work. Um, Even though, like, I think he's I think he's better as a babyface because just he the way the crowd gravitates towards him. Yeah. It can work if he's put in the right spot, but yeah, he did come completely out of nowhere, and it was out of the fear that they were afraid that Roman was going to get cheered and Edge was going to get booed, and you know they made the match better. Don't get me wrong, the the triple threat match was better as opposed to a one on one match.
0: The story wasn't better, but the match was better.
1: The match was better. The way they um, the way they set the story up, I was not a fan of. Yeah. Um, just, it just was too, it was too over uh, convoluted for my taste. And, and that's, and that's usually the case when it comes to these storylines um, with WWE, they just, they make it too much. They don't need to make it. They don't, they do more than they really should. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I know he's been talking about for years. He wants to wrestle in, in Mexico. He wants to, he wants to go there. But Mexico right now is just – it's not looking good at the moment. Um Mexico's just – they're in a really bad spot when it comes to COVID. So I don't see that happening anytime soon. Um, Japan, the same thing. They're – like I mentioned earlier, they're, they're going back on lockdown. So I know he has these – things on his bucket list where he wants to, to wrestle in other parts of the world, but it's just like right now may not be a good time. And then on top of that, you have his wife, and his wife is doing things for WWE. She's still with WWE doing, you know, Total Bellas. They just and, teased
0: a, uh, a run for the tag titles at WrestleMania. Yeah. During their Hall of Fame speech, which I could see them WWE doing. Um,
1: Because the fans want it.
0: I don't see w- a- Daniel Bryan going anywhere. He's not going to go to AW. He's not going to... Maybe, maybe do some one offs, but he's not, he's going to be a WW lifer.
1: Yeah. I, I think at this point, that's, that's, that's what's going to happen. I don't see him going anywhere else either. Um, I mean, but I think it would be nice. I, yeah. Go to no
0: that, that would be, it would be, it would shock the system era, yeah. uh, undisputed era. Um, but, Honestly, I feel like maybe Dana Bryan is feeling stagnant on the main roster and I think something that can rejuvenate his love for wrestling is going and wrestling and not sports entertaining. Um and that would be NXT. Um I I I was we were talking about it yesterday and I just started thinking of all the matchups Dana Bryan could have. Um I I kind of want to see that now. Like really bad.
1: I agree. I mean, we just we Adam just Cole saw. versus
0: well, we saw Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan, right?
1: Yes, they did that. They did have a match. I think it was a SmackDown match a couple years ago, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, that was when they scrambled for because all the people were left in Saudi Arabia, so they brought NXT up.
1: That's right. Yes.
0: Um, and that's another thing I wanted to talk about real quick before we, we get out of here. WWE. Constantly wants you to think that a NXT is on the same level as the main roster. Correct. They don't want people to think that, Oh, you're getting called up. They want it to be an evil playing field. You have two nights of WrestleMania. You couldn't put the NXT title on the WrestleMania card. I feel like that would have been a stamp for NXT and help promote NXT. Not only that, but put them on the same level. At least if there's one match, um, even though the, uh, um, freaking um, Raquel Gonzalez and um Io Shirai match could have been on WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't think they were going to do two nights of TakeOver, to be honest with you. Um, but they decided to do it at the last minute. I think, I mean, I, a lot of the reason why they did the two-night TakeOver during the middle of the week, number one, was because they knew that they they're going to move to Tuesdays. So they wanted to get one last just one last jab at AEW on Wednesday. So I think that's the reason why they did the stand and deliver on Wednesday and Thursday. That makes sense. So uh, that's that's number one. and uh,
0: Kind of condition and, people and, for Tuesday and then remind them that we're not going to be on Wednesday anymore. But here's right. one last shot at AEW.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And, and, and number two, going back to what you said about NXT being on the same level as Raw and SmackDown... I thought they did a great job hyping that up uh, at the end of 2019 to 2020. Yes, you know, remember with the Survivor Series, we had three, we had a triple threat matches constantly. Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. NXT came out on top. They were dominating the Survivor Series.
0: Yes, Rhea and Ripley came from NXT and won the Royal Rumble.
1: Not the Royal Rumble.
0: Or no, no, no or Charlotte no Charlotte won the won the rumble excuse me Charlotte won the rumble right. and challenged the NXT champion like you saw them like okay NXT's on that level um, but I feel like they're like wait we're, we're we're putting them over our main roster and they're still losing to AW on Wednesdays let's let's pull that back let's 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 sweep that yeah. under the rug I guess
1: and you know NXT the, the NXT Women's Championship was the opening match for WrestleMania last year and I was thinking, okay, you know what? Maybe this is the goal. Like They're going to have NXT matches on WrestleMania, which they should. I mean, because the whole point of take not having to take over that same weekend was to, in my opinion, was to have them on WrestleMania and to showcase them.
0: Yep, especially when you're running two nights. There's, there's no reason why you, you, you can't at least put one NXT match on there. Uh, Kyle, I mean, Kyle O'Reilly, well, I don't know. Maybe that, that might have been if you don't watch... NXT it's not you wouldn't know what's going on but a title match I think sells itself you might not know the story but you you can still see that okay this guy's a champion this guy wants to be champion there's the story you know I don't have to follow for months to know that that's the story and then I'm going to watch a hype package before the match starts anyway so they'll catch me up
1: I I agree 100%
0: and
1: it's, it's like they're unsure whether or not NXT is on the same level as Raw or, Raw or SmackDown. Um, well,
0: I'll say they aren't. They're way better than Raw and SmackDown. I'll say I that.
1: I They are definitely better than Raw. Um, SmackDown, I mean, now it seems like SmackDown's the A show. NXT would be the B show, and Raw is a C show. I mean, D show at this point. I wouldn't even say it's a C show. F it's show. Just,
0: I'd put it behind NXT UK. I'd put it behind... I'd put it as the bottom of the barrel for WWE programming.
1: Yeah, and Raw. There's so many problems that, that Raw has that we've we've discussed this on numerous occasions, and until they do a complete excuse me, a complete overhaul of the show, they're going to have the same problems.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I mean, going back to Raw, they had uh, was it. Was it um, Shayna Baszler lose to Naomi or no, no, no. It was something where Reginald costs a distraction by falling because that's what they did at WrestleMania because they I I feel stupid even trying to explain it. So I'm just going to stop, but yeah that that's my thoughts of what's going on in wwe yeah right now. and i don't like being negative but i'm gonna call out the stuff that i don't like but i'm also gonna praise the stuff that i do like unfortunately this week there wasn't that much stuff that i did like from wwe aw completely different story but yeah
1: yeah it's uh it was a uh, it was a strange week in wrestling um you know next week we'll see how that goes um it's gonna be real interesting to see what's gonna happen. I when is when is May fifth? Is it? It's not. It's not this Wednesday, but to be the Wednesday after, right?
0: Is it? Uh, let's see. Yes, May fifth. Yes, next Wednesday, not this Wednesday, next Wednesday.
1: Okay, so uh, we got a little less than two weeks of buildup for for uh, blood and guts. So uh, that's gonna be interesting to see that how that's going. And honestly, I I, I think that's too soon for war ga- I mean, for uh, blood and guts. I was hoping they we were gonna do it at uh, double or nothing.
0: Well, they, they do these specials. I, f- I thought I heard it's going to be a one match show.
1: That's the other thing we want to talk about. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, it seemed like that was the case. It was a one match spectacle, one match event. Uh, I think that was the exact term that they used and it's, that two hour matches. Yeah. Which is a two hour match. I mean, <laughs> it might be a little less because of the commercials. So we have to take that consideration. So, um, that expli- uh, Well, I know it wasn't filmed yet, so I don't know how they're going to do it. That's going to be real interesting to see, a, a two-hour war games. And then on top of that, are they going to go like complete old school where they're going to have the roof on top, or are they going to have the no roof a la NXT?
0: I think um, it's going to be just a big street fight, like a stadium stampede. I could be wrong. I don't think it's going to be in a cage, though. You don't think so? No, because if it's going to be even an hour-long match, I think... You'd kind of run out of stuff to do if it was confined to a cage.
1: I think we're going to find out this week. We're going to find out Wednesday what the rules are for. They're okay, having a games. face
0: face to face town hall, so that'll be good. They cut promos separately. Now we're going to cut promos in the ring. It's wrestling booking one on one.
1: Yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll get more information as Wednesday rolls along to see how they're going to do uh, the Blood and Guest uh, match.
0: I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for that, and I'm excited to see. Dan O'Brien versus Roman Reigns. Um are they gonna bait and switch us on SmackDown and save it for pay per view?
1: I wouldn't be surprised.
0: I would not be surprised yeah. either.
1: I would not be the least bit surprised because we we don't know who Roman opponent Roman's opponent's gonna be. It looks like it might be Cesaro for WrestleMania Backlash. Which,
0: by the way, oh, Chef's kiss, so good. Finally yeah. getting that shine. I could see Cesaro beating Roman Reigns. We'll see. I mean He might be the guy to do it. They got to stop with the swing, though. The, the the making the swing his thing is, it's a great spot in a match. But if you're gonna make his whole gimmick being the I swing everyone, not, you're not gonna get me to to be too invested in you.
1: They they did that a few years ago.
0: The king of swing, yeah, which fell on its face. Then it, I think it would fall on its face now. It's it's a great spot, but he, Cesaro's so much more than that. You know, he needs to be touted as like the legit strongest guy on the roster which he probably is uh pound for pound like make that his thing don't lean into the swing thing and honestly i think the ufo is a better spot than the swing
1: i agree
0: yeah so that's
1: i i, I agree
0: that's my two cents uh you got anything else dick
1: no just um Looking forward to another week of wrestling. This it, it never stops. it never stops, uh, the content never stops
0: ever. Um, the which kind of I want to end the show with uh, letting you guys know that uh, we're gonna have to change our um scheduling for this very podcast. Um, I've taken on a job that is calling me on the weekends, so cannot I won't be here to do the show on the weekends. But we might have to switch like a midweek program um but we'll 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 cross that bridge when we get to it but i think look i think thursday might be the the good night for us to to do it because there's no wrestling on that night we can at least yeah. cover raw smackdown if there was a pay-per-view or not raw smackdown but we can at least cover the week to that point um and then maybe get to smackdown the week after or maybe do like a smackdown special on the weekend i don't know we can we'll figure, figure that out now. um but yeah i think i'm good thank you everyone for joining us on another edition of the put me Where podcast. Um, we'll be back next week. Sometime. Keep your eyes out for the feed. Um, let us know what you think. Make sure you guys, if you have any reviews, leave them on iTunes. It definitely helps us out. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week with an all new episode of the put Mirror podcast. But until then, Thank you so much for listening, downloading, subscribing, telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors. We are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Podcasting, and we will see you next time.